Mobile Alabama has some really weird laws, and I'm going to cover a few of them here in the ongoing segment of weird laws that I come across. So confetti is banned from parades and everywhere else in Mobile Alabama, and if you throw confetti, you could be subject to a hefty $16 fine. Whoa, watch out. (laughs) Also, did you know that Mobile is the birthplace of the American Mardi Gras celebration? So that makes it kind of strange that confetti is banned. You would think that it would be banned because it's a pain in the ass to clean it up but that's not the issue as reported in 2008 by the mobile press register the ban was in place for citizen safety reasons here's a quote apparently the issue was that they would throw the confetti and it would be inhaled the police department spokeswoman nancy johnson said it would get into their mouths and windpipes and people would go into distress (laughs) i guess that's possible i mean i don't know how many deaths at mardi gras or from tiny pieces of paper, though, I'm wondering. No, there's way more deaths related to ecstasy. <laughs> you should ban people You should ban people from throwing ecstasy at parades, not so much pieces of paper. <laughs> it's also illegal to sniff or huff glue, and Mobile Alabama feels very strongly about this. They created an entire article, and multiple sections of the city code is devoted to sniffing glue. The law reads, It shall be unlawful for any person intentionally to smell or inhale the fumes of any type of model glue or to induce any other person to do so for the purpose of causing a condition of or inducing symptoms of intoxication, elation, euphoria, dizziness, excitement, irrational behavior, exhilaration, paralysis, stupefaction, or dulling of the senses or nervous system, or for the purpose of in any manner changing, distorting, or disturbing the audiovisual or mental processes. Wow, that's crazy that it even says all that in there. (laughs) Can glue do all that? I'm going to go order a case of it off of eBay. (laughs) Mobile Alabama is also not a big fan of shenanigans. Uh, They've made it a crime to toss banana peels on the sidewalk, or any other fruit for that matter. And it's also illegal to throw stink bombs. Now, I don't know if you remember what stink bombs are. I haven't encountered stink bombs since I was in like middle school people used to chuck them in lockers and they would smell so bad and the law they actually created a in and in mobile they had to address this situation and the law says it shall be unlawful to sell dispose of giveaway or use within the city or its police jurisdiction articles known as stink bombs or funk bombs or anything of the like nature by whatever name known or called the purpose of which is to create disagreeable odors to the great discomfort of persons coming in contact therewith imagine going to jail for that what are you in for dude oh i stabbed a guy in the throat what about you well i created a disagreeable odor in the town square and many a person came in contact with this disagreeable odor Oh, so I guess they're not a big fan of pranksters. Lastly, and this is a real weird one, it's illegal to dance near hospitals. You're like, well, what what does that come from? What what is that? Are people having raves next to the hospital? (laughs) Section 39-99 of Mobile City Code declares dancing near hospitals to be a nuisance. And it's hereby prohibited for any person to conduct or participate in any dance or dancing within the city or its police jurisdiction within such distance from any hospital, sanatorium, or infirmary as to annoy or disturb any of the patients or inmates of such hospital, sanitarium, or infirmary. So it's basically so you don't disturb the patients. But how how is dancing disturbing the patients? What it should say is boomboxes are not allowed anywhere near (laughs) such distance from the hospital, sanatorium, or infirmary. Thou shalt not be allowed to beatbox within such distance from any hospital, sanatorium, or infirmary. 
Thou shalt not be allowed to be a DJ <laughs> within such distance. I mean, those are noisy things. The dancing isn't noisy, so I don't understand at all. You shall not be allowed to play thy bongos within such distance from any hospital, sanatorium, or infirmary as to annoy or disturb any of the patients. That should be... That should be how it is. Wow, those are some pretty weird laws. If you've been arrested for violating one of these strange laws, I want you to call me and leave me a message about it, and then I will call you back and we'll do an interview, and it'll, I'll put it right on my show, because we, we need to hear about these weird laws so that we can protect each other, so that we won't get arrested for, <laughs> for throwing small pieces of paper at the parade. <laughs> A recently discovered crop circle in England seems to suggest that even aliens cannot escape the latest craze sweeping the planet, as the formation bears a striking resemblance to a fidget spinner. <laughs> that was my impression of an English news anchor. What'd you guys think? That's right, guys. There's a crop circle in the shape of a fidget spinner. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> you know what that means? That means the kids are doing it. The kids are now doing crop circles. Oh, my goodness. The kids are doing it. First the aliens, and now the kids are doing it. Oh, man. <laughs> Be advised though, although this is an, an exact depiction of the popular children's toy, the similarity is enough for crop circle expert Matthew Williams to tell the daily record that, well, it certainly could be the world's largest fidget spinner, I suppose. Yeah. I love that he's a crop circle expert. <laughs> what, what, you're a crop circle expert if you say you're a crop circle expert. <laughs> what did this, this guy get a crop circle tattooed on his ass and he's now like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a total crop circle expert. Got it tattooed on me and stuff. This guy obviously lives in his mother's basement. He runs upstairs every other day. Mom, mom, there's another one. There's another one in Lancashire. I'm gonna go, can I borrow the car? Can I borrow the car? I gotta go take pictures of it. I wanna take a selfie next to it. She's like, would you just get a real job, Matthew? But mom, this is a real job. I'm a crop circle expert, don't you know? You've seen my Twitter. Have you seen my Twitter? I've been tweeting all the time. Tweeting all the time about crop circles. It's, it's me job. It's me job. Why couldn't you just be a plumber like your father? Why'd you get to go out to the wheat fields and take selfies? <laughs> I'm just trying to I'm just trying to emphasize what a loser you have to be to be a crop circle expert. That's all. <laughs> First of all, if you guys don't know, crop circles are not made by aliens. Just let's all get that out there. It's been totally debunked, and there's a crap ton of evidence that has been debunked. So if you're still one of those people who's like Crop circles are made by aliens, alien forces. No, no, you need to educate yourself because these are not, these are made by people. All the more reason for a crop circle expert to be a, such a ridiculous occupation. <laughs> okay, you're a crop circle expert if you actually make them, all right? Regardless of the intended meaning of this design, it will no doubt irritate authorities who've been lamenting that the number of crop circles in England has increased significantly this year, leading to a greater number of farmers losing money due to the formations. Yeah, but don't the farmers like it when all the tourists come to take their picture? Like, hell with the food. The farmers get to be on YouTube. <laughs> I have to do a pretend BBC exit. This is Malcolm Mitchell reporting live from the Fidget Spinner Crop Circle, and this is the BBC. I'm posting a link to a video of the crop circle so you can see like an aerial view of it and stuff. It's pretty cool. Do you guys believe in the chupacabra or any of these mythological creatures? <laughs> I'm pretty fascinated with what's called cryptozoology and the chupacabra falls into that because it's this mythological crazy creature that people think roam the countryside still to this day. Well, residents of Southern California are saying that the chupacabra still stalks the mountains of Riverside County. 
<laughs> oh, I love it. This is crazy. I actually met a girl that is a farmer. She works on a farm out in Riverside fairly recently. I wonder if she's seen this thing. So one resident of Riverside, Carrie Shooker, said that the hairless creature glaring at him about 80 or 90 feet away had a tail like a rat or a possum with rippled pinkish skin, teeth jutting both up and down out of its jaws, and he was at least two feet or more longer than the biggest coyote you've ever seen. I yelled at it in a big deep voice, Get out of here! Get out of here! Shooker said. The creature turned and snarled at him before stalking off. Before it vanished, it turned back towards Shooker, snarling and chattering one more time. It was cussing me out, basically. I stole its breakfast. It was hunting my cat, Shooker said. This wasn't no coyote by any means. <laughs> I love the description of before it vanished, it turned and snarled one more time. <laughs> it's as though uh, this guy, Shooker, is trying to write a horror movie <laughs> instead of report what actually happened. This is why you got to take these stories with a grain of salt. A lot of them are, I mean, the only evidence you usually have is anecdotal. I mean, how does this guy not have a picture of the chupacabra? We all have our phone on us. How do you not have a picture of it? I'm not believing any more anecdotal evidence here. The story is, is out the window these days. Now, like, leading up to the cell phone, all of the evidence that you ever hear about sightings of any sort is anecdotal. It's always someone telling the story. Well, now we all have a device that can capture this phenomenon. So if you're not capturing it, then it didn't happen, as far as I'm concerned. Pics or it didn't happen. <laughs> it's true. You take a picture of it. Otherwise, I don't believe you, sir. I don't believe you. Now, historically, the Chupacabra sightings first occurred in Puerto Rico in 1995. They were soon echoed throughout Latin America. Initial report focused on goat suckers, is what they called them, as they preyed on the livestock. By 1996... The press was reporting sightings in Fontana and Paris. Now, those are those are two uh, farm communities near Riverside. In 2013, Chupacabra sightings were reported in Redlands, northeast of Box Springs Mountain. Officials said the Redlands reports appeared to be of coyotes with mange. So that's another thing. This um, the history of the Chupacabra is a little clouded with with a phenomenon called mange, which is a skin condition that's found in dogs and other canines. Uh, it's caused by mites that burrow under the skin, usually. And then what happens is the coyotes, they scratch themselves to relieve the itching, and then they scratch all their hair right off. So when people see the chupacabra, they're like, it's a giant possum. Like, What it really is, is it's a coyote that's scratched the shit out of itself, and it has no more skin. So... They think that a lot of the sightings were because of that. This article actually says the chupacabra is not a recognized species by the Department of Fish and Wildlife. Oh, no kidding. It's not a recognized species? Wow, I'm very surprised at that. I thought it was recognized as a species. <laughs> no, no, and also you'll be displeased to know that the unicorn is not a recognized species by the Department of Fish and Wildlife. Yep, nope, we refuse to recognize it. No, you don't recognize the flying horse with a horn on its head? No, that's not recognizable. No, we do not. We refuse to recognize it. You won't find it in our literature. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> nope, it's not in the guidebook either. Nope. We're not doing chupacabra tours, so don't come down to the park and expect that, okay? We will not recognize the chupacabra. <laughs> Until it bites my wife in the ass, I will not recognize the chupacabra as a fish or a wildlife <laughs> in the state of California. <laughs> Now, obviously, I'm a non-believer, so if any of you have sightings of the Chupacabra, I want a picture. I want a video. Send it to me. <laughs> Please. I'll give you my email. Call my show. All right, guys. Well, I got to go because I got to feed my baby Bigfoot.